Let's welcome in our panel now for the Randwick preview. I'll say good morning to Brad Gray firstly on the quick backup from Canterbury last uh, night. Mate, this is exciting though, isn't it? Chipping Norton Stakes Day, big day out there at Randwick. Yeah, absolutely. Good morning, Luke, guys, and all the listeners. I tell you what, those scratchings, you nailed them. I've never felt Thank so you. relaxed. It was almost like a cathartic experience. So. I've been uh, known to sort of have that hypnotic effect, uh, just putting people to sleep on air <laughs> from time to time. So I might have achieved that again. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, but looking at the meeting last week, it was a bit of a bloodbath for punters, wasn't it? It looked oh. at a meeting there on paper, at least, where... Perhaps A, you'd beat B, C and D, but it didn't turn out that way. Uh, plenty of shorties were rolled. So how did today play out? Well, $1.65 for Animo. He's, of course, got to repel the Chris Waller army. And Chris has won an incredible 10 of the past 12 chipping Norton. So there are some star power on display today, no doubt in the world. Keen to get a look at this highway favourite as well, Mogo Magic. Don't overlook him. He looks to be a little rocket. So fascinating right across the day today. Definitely. Um, your approval means a lot about the scratchings, Brad, but I really need Duff's. Um, how do I go, Duff? Um, well, you've got about five minutes to make up. There's just yes, a little, I'm late, I know. A little memo second there you could save along the way. But we'll work on it. We'll work, not a bad start. Relaxing, Munzies. though. Very relaxing. Come in, Munns. Morning, great man. Oh, good morning, Luke. Good morning, Ron, Brad, and listeners. Yes, there was a mid-race slowdown there, Luke, yeah. and uh, made it a little <laughs> bit difficult the for those, yeah. the, those back in the field. I know a lot of people don't like that mid-race slowdown, and... Uh, but, you know, you're, you're running new at this, and uh, uh, I, I think it you know, was apt that you described yourself being able to put people to sleep, um, you know, doing the scratchings. You'd be <laughs> yeah. able to do it in life uh, when you've got them, you know, out and about as well. So, Come uh, on. You know, you know if he's going to cop it, Ron, he's got yeah. to cop it early because, um, you know, he's a new man in town, and the only way to get the new man in town comfortable is to throw him straight the deep end, and uh, that's what we've done here today. But, you know, you're handling it all right at the moment, Luke, and... Uh, uh, you know, you can only improve. I love it, Munns. If you weren't spraying me, um, I, I w- I'd feel uncomfortable, to be honest. And Duff, can you just text me HR's number? Let's get into this meeting. <laughs> it's, Don't worry. It's Look, on speed um, dial. <laughs> it's on speed dial here. You just hash something number and away it goes. Exactly. So because I'm late, Munns, um, let's roll into this meeting and uh, kick it off with the midway. We've got 10 of the best to get through at Royal Ramwick today. Yeah, on a ripper day, on a soft five, a little bit uh, softer than the previous meeting there. Uh, today's Peno 5.43, it was 5.26 at the last meeting. Uh, the last meeting's going stick was 9.8, the shear of 12, we're 9.6 and 12. So just that little bit more give in the track today than the previous meeting. But let's go here in the first. We've got Dalalat uh, was passed in at the, the sales, uh, 15% of it. Uh, the English during the week, it's the $3.50 favourite in the first year. Don't worry about those prices on the telly. Um, I'll give you the up-to-date ones. Three fifty, Dalalat, our favourite. Espresso is a five dollar fifty chance. Mabel is at six dollars. Then we go to depth that varies at twenty six dollars. Invincible kiss at forty one dollars. Catersby at forty one dollars. Lancaster bomber is a twelve dollar chance. Sabrenko, yes, it did run last night. No deduction taken for it. Prince Invincible at forty one. Mayrose is a ten dollar chance. Bartoselli is at ten dollars. Flower Press is a $12 pop. Nikki's Song is out, no deduction. Super Bright at $13. Esteemed Lady out, no deduction. Ningaloo Star out, ran last night and won, no deduction there. Nick Tock, pads on the front today. Brett Pebble, your rider, at $34. Twice as special out, nearly got the custard last night, no deduction. Procrastinator out, four cents a win and five cents a place. Oxford Vision out, four cents a win and four cents a place. Most popular runner here is the toppy in Dalalat, as short as 340. 
340 this morning, back out to 350, has more than doubled the investment on its nearest rival, which is Expresso. Third pick is May Rose. Fourth pick is Lancaster Bomber, who's got a little trim today, 13 into 12. We've lost a few speed horses, however, uh, there's still enough on paper here to create a pretty genuine tempo, so I'd expect Prince Invincible to be stamped urgent from the outside gate there, spear across, maybe take up the running, Flower Press punches up barrier one, Nick Tock not far away, Espresso looks to get a lovely spot here, and the same can be said for Cattersby and Bartoselli Duff. Yeah, it's well documented, they're not easy races to back a winner in, uh, I've gone looking for value here in May Rose. Uh, she's had her two trials, uh, the, the latest last Monday where she hit the line well, she's got some nice fresh form and I'm convinced she's got a winning chance hitting the line hard late here. I think Bartoselli's a real knockout horse as well, I think Steve Railton explained he's run very well um, before, uh, just nothing went right after, just a little slow and over raced, wide no cover, knocked up the last little bit. He's a big, big improver today. Uh, espresso... Um, I think is ready to win a race like this. I like him back to 1100. Been watching this Benno Dallasayet. I think he rides very well. If he, he, I think he'll seize any opportunity he gets, and he gets an opportunity today. And Lancaster Bomber. It's only been 742 days, but this is his race to run. Really, he can't do anything bar run well in. And um, Richard sounds very happy with him, and the stable is on fire. Two bolters that could run well, both for the start, the old boys, Cattersby and Nick Tock. This is a style of race they could run well in, but hard to tip. 10, 11, 2 and 7. Yeah, I've gone 1, 10, 2 and 7 here. Dalalat, uh, the Seas did part there for him at the right time. The last time we saw it at the races, he's got his dues, and I love the way that he put the field away. So a little freshen up suits, nice little tick over trial. If there's one reservation, it is the 1,100 metres. Uh, it'd be much more comfortable 1,200 metres, but good speed, low draw. He should be able to park up midfield, and if he gets the brakes again, he's going to be very hard to hold out. I've found Mayrose as well. He's a, she's another dangerous closer. Typically comes to hand uh, pretty fast. She has fired first up in the past there, and she's trialled nicely ahead of her return to Espresso. I think he sets up well to turn the tables on Maybell, uh, which is half the, the puzzle here because that does look at a key form reference. He's going to get the right run just in behind the speed, and I do like him out to 1,100 metres. And Lancaster Bomber, the best of the rest. So 1, 10, 2 and 7. Just a little knock in terms of Mabel. I think there's probably a few punters out there saying, well, why isn't it in the numbers? Just whether she's a better fresh horse and whether she's more effective over 1,000 metres. But no doubt in the world she was dynamic there last start. 1, 10, 2 and 7. That's race number one at Randwick. Race number two, the Tab Highway. What's the hold like on this favourite? Munns Mogo Magic. Uh, well, Luke, um, we spoke of this about Thursday night. As at Thursday night when we did form line, Mogo Magic was holding more individually than any other race on the program was holding in total. Uh, and it has continued to be very, very popular. Some of the races today, Mogo Magic is holding double what we're holding on that particular race. So this is the Tab Highway, uh, race number two, and we start with number one here, Debussy, which is probably named after Claude Debussy, uh, the French composer, uh, who is an $18 chance. Iron Will at $4.20. Dollar Magic, the earmuffs pre-race go on, the winkers come off, and it's a $14 chance. Mogo Magic, our favourite, don't see this very often, odds on in a highway at $1.80. Greaves is... 
a $26 chance. We've got Seiko, a scratching, one cent the win and nothing to place. Lethal Lady at $41. All I wish for, out, no deduction. Absolute Legend, the earmuffs pre-race only. It is a $34 chance. Desi Girl at $126. Sumptuary at $7. Ultra Girl, a $26 chance. Blanks is at 101 and Whispering Kate is at 200 to 1. Well, as I said, very, very popular. Um, about a third of the total investment has come for it since it got into $1.80 after it opened $2.25 on Wednesday. Uh, second pick in the race is Iron Will, and third pick in the race is Sumptuary. Yeah, so we've got Mocha Magic drawn a little bit wide here, but underneath him, uh, there doesn't look to be a natural leader, so I do think he spears across. Outside of that, you've got Iron Will, uh, likes to spear forward, and the same can be said for Absolute Legend, but they've drawn to the outside of Mogo Magic, so maybe Absolute Legend presses on with it, but yeah, I think all being equal, there is some hope there that Mogo Magic just finds the front and, and runs them into the ground here, Duff. Yeah, I think it's more than likely, and that's what the market says to me, it's more than likely, $1.80. Mm. Um, yeah, it's impossible to get around. I think you'll win. And even though you get nervous taking short prices in highways, I think this is a legitimate one. Uh, he's a real runner, and his trials suggest he's in order. I had a little doubt with him a month between trials, thinking he had a setback, and he was scratched recently, I think, as well. But that was put to bed this morning by Scott, so I'm comfortable all boxes are ticked. Iron Wills, his danger... If, he, if there is one, I think back to a 1,000 suits him. McDonald takes over. Sumptuary has X-Factor. We don't know how good he is. He, he's trailed since that win, and he's a well-bred three-year-old. And Dollar Magic's the best of the horses at double figures. He's a city maiden winner in the past, liked his recent trial. Picks himself for 2 11 and 3. He sure does. Four, two, eleven, and nine for me. Uh, two from two. He's won by huge spaces. The way he's trialled most recently suggests that he can potentially go to another level again. So he should be winning and justifying the short quote. Two iron will. I do like him coming back to a thousand metres. He looked to have his chance there from outside the lead last start. Maybe the twelve hundred metres was just a touch too far. Eleven sumptuary. Uh, if she can just camp in behind the speed here and these leaders are tiptoeing late, she's going to be in the right spot to take advantage. And I thought absolute legend. There's a bit of a bolter here. It's a, it's a yucky-looking map. I don't know where he gets to uh, from that gate. He's a speed horse, but on the strength of his first up win, uh, he's returned really well. 4-2-11-9. Race 3 is the Skyline Stakes, over 1,200 metres. Group 2 for the 2-year-olds and Shinzo Munns. I know you're a fan of this cult today. Yes, uh, Luke, and uh, currently a $15 chance in the Golden Slipper Shinzo, and the only two-year-old in this race that's rated under $51 in the Slipper. All runners, bar tabs, are in the Slipper at this stage. So uh, this is the Elite Sand and Soil Skyline here. Rush Hour uh, is an $8.50 chance. Disneck or Rick, as he's known, is an $11 chance. Corniche is at $8. Ganbere, or Ganbere, uh, the synthetic hoof filler on the off four today at $9.50. Bases loaded at 7 Extreme Spirit at 26 Make a call, a $23 pop. Shinzo, our favourite, at $2.90. Diabelli, now has blinkers on today. Trialled in blinkers recently. Huey Bowman at this stage, a half kilo over at 56 kilos at $16. Tavs is a $19 chance. Speedster at $126. Weimark a scratching, $0.03 cents a win and $0.02 cents a place. And Sideshow is an $11 chance. Slightly more money for Sideshow here than there is for the favourite in Shinzo. And they are a very, very long way ahead of Corniche and Ganbear.
All right, bases loaded looks your leader. Extreme Spirit, maybe it comes across to keep bases loaded company. Rush Hour, little query on how aggressive they are from the wide gate. And I guess the same can be said for Gumbare. So was forced back there in the English Millennium uh, with a lot of speed drawn inside. I think it's a bit different here. I'd expect uh, positive tactics in the early stages, Duff. And that leaves Shinzo just to get the trail. Yeah, I'm happy to take the 290. He looks a quality colt. He's been kept fresh since his encouraging debut in a, in a real race. Uh, that has to be good form for this. 1,200, got pedigree, got scope, a style. There's just no real negatives for me. I think he's the better of the day. Um, the, what I'm wary of is Kunish. He's up and running, got gate speed to position well. He's, he's good behind Barber the other day. So that's probably the second best form line here. Uh, Genbare, nobody missed that run uh, in the Millennium. He charged from last. It'll be different today. He, he was dragged back, but who knows? He might have to take his medicine again from this barrier, but uh, we'll leave that to the camp who... Boy, oh boy, how good is that stable going? The Waterhouse Bot Stable. And best of the rest is Tabs. Interesting horse, this. I really like what he did at Canberra to the eye. Um, I can see this race is a big step, but he's going to be hitting the line with gusto here. Interesting the market here, what Glenn said, with Sideshow. Um, to say that he's you know, holding equally, if not more, money than the favourite. I thought he was going much better than um, uh, the other horse in the trial, Desnek. And, uh, yeah, Gerald, well, Gerald's two-year-olds are hard in the market. They're the first starters, they invariably run well. So a little, I'm a little scary with him, I, I must say. Eight, three, four, and ten. Yeah, the price has got me for Gambare here. I'm um, in his corner, four, eight, five, and six. I do concede a few things have to go right in the first couple of hundred metres, but his run there last start was fantastic, wasn't it? In English Millennium, uh, he matched motors at least sectionally with learning to fly in those closing stages, and, and she's the current Golden Super favourite. So keen to get a look at him, particularly out to the 1,200 metres and further in time. Eight, Shinzo, he's the horse to beat. He maps beautifully here, has that depth of form line. Five bases loaded, uh, coming through a mid-weeker there last start, but... It was a good debut. He was really strong through the line. That sets him up well here. He won't be easy to, to get past out in front. And six, Extreme Spirit. Another horse coming through the midweekers, but I thought he did it in good style, and he is a cop with a bit of upside. Four, eight, five, and six. Beautiful. That's race number three, the Skyline Stakes. We uh, move on to race number four here at Ramwick. By the way, Darren Flindell also equally keen on uh, Shinzo. He made it a special eight, thirteen, four, and three, his numbers there in that third event. You're with Luke Marlow, Ron Duffersey, Brad Gray, Glenn Munsey, previewing Ramwick and race four months over 2,000 metres, a benchmark 88. Yeah, the Fitzgerald Jenkins recruitment here, starting with Super Strike. Blinkers come off today and it's a $23 chance. Athabaskan is out, one cent the win and two cents a place. Alakahan, now earmuffs pre-race go on, synthetic hoof filler comes off. Now with Kieran Maher and David Eustace, it's a $61 chance. First in line at $23, Labal is a $31 chance. We've got Bold Mac with a tongue tie on today at $19. Glory Days... Favourite at $2.60. Almania is at $5. Kabosh with an offside bubble chica on at $34. Claim the Crown is a $7 pop. Knight of Power at $21. Pesto is at $34. Tazaral, a $14 chance. Secret Glamour is at $10. Essential Sky at $34. Mon Felicity out, no deduction. Shadow Park out, no deduction. Uh, very well supported here. Glory Days, as much as $5 in the first markets posted on Wednesday. No 
individually large bets uh, on Wednesday, you know, a couple of 1,500 and 2,000, things like that, but a stream of smaller bets. Uh, now, is a my racehorse runner, and usually with those micro syndicated horses, they are always very, very popular. But he's held his mark there. He was 270 on Thursday morning, got to 290, uh, was 260, and around about a quarter of the money on him has come once he was 260 yesterday. Uh, he's about oh, seven times as popular as the second horse, which is Almania. Now, it was six dollars earlier this morning, is now a five dollar chance. Third pick is Claim the Crown, and fourth pick is Tazarel. Yeah, I imagine there's a few punters out there keen on Tazarel because he looks to get complete control on this map, so it is open to interpretation, and we'll just have to monitor any stewards or notices there for any change of tactics, but he looks to roll forward, he looks desperate for 2,000 metres as well, as well outside of that, maybe first in line can come across, albeit he's 2,400 metres back to 2,000 metres, but in a race devoid of speed, he could find himself outside the lead here by default off. Messy, messy race. Very hard to get confident about this. We've got relatively unknown imports, which we're working with limited form uh, through limited runs. And the, 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 just the tempo angle has just got everyone up in the air here. I'm, I'm end up tipping Almania, who doesn't look to have any gate speed in saying that I'm contradicting myself. But I like what he's done in his, especially his first run, and that was after a long, long two years off. So usually... He had that little flat in there, second up. It still wasn't bad, beaten less than two in a fast race. So, and I love the five weeks in a trial. I just love that and the inside draw. So I reckon he's got his foot on the till if he can be in touch here. Um, I think Tuzzarell, because of the map factor, is has to go in the numbers at the price he is because I think he can get complete control and get more of a rhythm here at 2,000 metres today, third up. Seven... Glory days, well, $2.60. It could be far up. They're saying Sydney Cup. Um, yeah, I, I'll watch and assess him after today at that price, but he, he, he could be the real thing. And I'll throw in claim the crown off one, one bad run, one good run, uh, but at least it's an upward spiral there last time. He's a bit of a, a, bit of a head case, I think, but um, hopefully they've got him from that good draw. He might be able to just settle nicely on top of the speed. The other one I just keep looking and looking and looking at here is Kabosh with that inside draw. Um, he is no way in the world he's a $34 chance and uh, he'll be going in my early quaddy. 8, 13, 7 and 10, look out for number 9. We have gone 7, 8, 10 and 13, 7 glory days. He's trending the right way, isn't he? We've only seen him two times in Australia. Uh, he was fantastic on both occasions, winning the latest of those and the best part about his race was his strength through the line, so you'd think that sets up nicely. Third up, 2,000 metres, and can maybe even park up a little bit closer in a race devoid of speed. You do see when Kiramara and David Eustace book James McDonald, uh, they mean business. So 8 Almania, he does look the hardest to beat. He's working his way back to full fitness. He's on the Sydney Cup path, I believe, so he was fantastic first up over the mile. Good there behind, uh, or out to 2,000 metres at his second start, and a nice little tick over trial since. 10 claim the crown. Would have liked to have seen Wine Glass Bay frank that form by winning a little bit easier last night at Canterbury, but he, I guess he's lightly raced in his own right. And 13, Tazarel has just looked a little bit one-paced over 14, 1,600 metres. 2,000 metres will be much more to his liking. 7, 8, 10 and 13. That's race number five. We move on to the halfway stage of this bumper Randwick meeting, and it is the Guy Walter Proven Thoroughbred Stakes over the 1,400 metres. Talk us through the market, Munns. 
Yeah, just quickly back to that race. Glory Days, a $26 chance in the Sydney Cup. Almania, a $51 chance in the Sydney Cup. And Kabosh uh, at $51. There are a few others, but they're the, they're the main ones that uh, are being talked about in the race today. OK, let's go to the approved thoroughbreds, Guy Walter here. Race number five on the card. Get away from that Sydney Cup market and get back to Randwick. And here we go. We've got Mustang Valley at $10. Yearning is a $10 chance. Hope in your heart. Returning from a spell today, $3.60. That price makes it favourite. Only just ahead of Mirror Vision, who's a $4 chance also resuming. Larkspur Run, scratch from Melbourne, runs here at 15 Espiona, scratched here, runs in Melbourne. 14 cents a win and 13 cents a place. Norwegian Bliss, cross noseband goes on. Tongue tie goes on. It's a $5.50 chance. More profits at 9 Dynasties at this stage, James McDonald a kilo over at 55 with the nasal strip off at $9.50 and Docur is a $41 chance. Most popular runner here is Norwegian Bliss. Got a trim this morning, 6 into 5.50 with about... Uh, 20% of its total investment coming today. Uh, it's head and head with hope in your heart as the most popular runner. Third pick is Dynasties. Fourth pick is Mirror Vision. But there's money for Yearning, Mustang Valley. Put it this way. Only horse there's no money for is Docur. All right. What a race. This promises to be a trappy little one at that. So Norwegian Bliss looks to stroll across and potentially get complete control. Where do we go to thereafter? Mirror Vision at least has some tactical speed. Maybe more profits can settle a touch closer. And Larkspur Run just punches up and probably gets the back here of the later duff. Yeah, yes, yes. There's some lovely mares, but a very hard race to bet into with confidence. Uh, just at the stage of the preparation and the unknown of how they're going to adapt to tempo here and what's going to happen. So that's that swayed me to Mirror Vision. Um, she's had a nice soft trial, kept nice and fresh for this. She's a good mare, excellent without winning last preparation, and three of her seven wins have been first up. So I'll go with that stat. To beat Hope in Your Heart, Love her. Uh, just look what she did last preparation, going from that benchmark 78 all the way through and running boldly in a golden eagle and boldly in the gong, and she won the angst and the tibby. So how can you knock a mare like her? Um, but just personally, I would have liked to see the trial a little better, but uh, she's a racehorse, that's for sure. She knows how to win. Two, yearning, needs luck as far as... Um, Unexpected tempo, likewise with dynasties. I think they're both very nice mares, but obviously the setup here mightn't suit them. Interesting Bowman this morning. Someone's told you give him a tap on the shoulder, tipping this Mustang Valley. He wouldn't know anything about it. He thought it was one of his sneaky rides of the day, so he's obviously got a good push from the stable. It is a you know a proven Group One performer, but I did think a form looked better on the heavy tracks, but. Um, keep an eye on uh, that mare because she's obviously got a touch of quality. Four, three, two, and nine. Yeah, I've gone three, four, two, and nine here. Hope in your heart on top. I think she's short enough in what it's a trappy little race. And maybe a first up record isn't flattering, uh, but it may be a little bit deceptive as well because first up last prep, she probably should have won. We know what she did thereafter. Uh, she was fantastic, won a couple of group threes. And the depth of those races, she comes through the Golden Eagle and the Gong. Uh, far superior to what a lot of her rivals bring in this. So two trials, uh, and she just punches up and hopefully 
can settle so on midfield and get her chance from there. For Mirror Vision, generally comes to hand uh, pretty quick fresh. She's got that tactical speed, which does look significant here. The same can't be said for Yearning Dynasties, as Duff did already touch on, but if somehow they do generate a bit of tempo, they'll be the two mares flashing home at the finish. 3, 4, 2 and 9. And from Darren Flindell in that fifth race, Darren likes Mirror Vision number four to beat nine, three and seven. I'll recap his thoughts from the previous as well. He liked number one uh, in race number four, Super Strike at a price, one to beat 13, seven and 12. We told you he was keen on Shinzo in race number three, race two, the highway. Darren likes four, Mogo Magic to beat 11, two and nine. And in race one, the midway, he likes one, Dalalat. Of course he likes Dalalat to beat 10, 2 and 3. Of course, a part owner in that horse. And Darren will be with us for behind the gates at around 10 past 10. Race number six, the Sweet Embrace Stakes. Group 2, 1,200 and Munns. We see this Magic Millions winner skirt the law in Sydney for the first time. Yes, Luke, nothing improves a horse's ability like ownership. The, no the Sweet Embrace, and good morning to Clifford James Clare. He gets a cheerio this time every year. Of course, the rider of Sweet Embrace in the 1967 Golden Slipper, 92 years young. Cliffy and still going strong. Righto, let's have a look here. Skirt the Law, our favourite, at $2.50. Blanc de Blanc, we just heard Steve Ralton. So the gear change is there is no gear change. Uh, for Blanc de Blanc, so, so the earmuffs pre-race will remain on today, as they were at her last start in the English Millennium, and she is a $3.60 chance. Saltair at $21. Summer Loving is a $9 pop. Lazago, Huey a half over at this stage, $9.50. Facile at $7. Empress of Wonder at 21 Divine Glory is a $51 chance. Porta Rosa at $31. One Kind at $34. Smash Dancer outran last night, no deduction. An August Bloom is a $126 pop. Very, very popular. The Queensland filly here, the unbeaten runner in Skirt the Law. Uh, as much as $3.50 all in, went up $3.50 equal favourite with Blanc de Blanc all in Monday, was the $3 favourite in the race on Wednesday and first markets posted with Blanc de Blanc at $3.20. All it's done from that point is firm. So it's 3 into two fifty, and in the same point of time, Blanc de Blanc has been 320 out to 360. Um, Blanc de Blanc's not even second pick. The second pick is Facile. The third pick is Summer Loving. Next pick is Blanc de Blanc, then Salter. And there's money for one kind for Alan Keogh off a win at Grafton. Uh, as much as 71, as even 41 into 34 this morning. All right, Skirt the Law looks your likely leader. Uh, she's a, a filly with good gate speed. Carves across for Seal, gets the drag, and, and probably sits outside of Skirt the Law. Divine Glory punches up, holds a good spot, and the same can be said for Soltaire. Where does that leave Blanc de Blanc? There might be a spot just slotting in behind those speed horses, as there are a few fillies here that like to find their feet. But, yeah, we'll leave that up to James McDonald. Yep, I don't think there's any negatives with this favourite. Um, I think she's the one to beat. Um, the only thing that I'd worry about if we had a sweepers track, uh, which I'm just looking for negatives and I can't see that coming. Uh, clearly on top, lovely little um, tick over trial, uh, no negatives from the stable. She's a real little two year old natural and I think she's hard to beat. Blanc de Blanc, obviously the big yard watch here. Uh, that's the only chance of getting a better price skirt. The law of uh, Blanc de Blanc doesn't go to pieces in the yard. If she does, she's going to be shorter than 250. Uh, but she's a danger. Lazago, uh, she was far from disgraced in the millennium. I think, I suspect she still has upside. So I'm not ruling her out. And Summer Lovin' will be strong late. One, two, five, four.
Yeah, similar numbers for me. One, two, four, five, one skirt the law. I made her the best bet across the card. She's yet to taste defeat. Uh, she's a, a lovely feeling, isn't she? And obviously Tony Golan speaks glowingly about her and rightly so. Two, Blanc de Blanc needs a bit of luck finding a spot from the gate, uh, but she looks the obvious threat. Four, Summer Loving. Can she finally jump on terms? Well, a recent trial uh, suggests that maybe she can. She's just been her own worst enemy as far as getting back in the ruck and leaving her run too late, but she was an eye-catcher in the Magic Moon. She's the same former Skirt Law and Lazago. She'll be thundering home with the finish herself. One, two, four, and five. From Darren Flindell in the Sweet Embrace Stakes, two on top, Blanc de Blanc to beat four, one, and nine. Let's now get the thoughts of Ron Duffersey, Brad Gray, and also Glenn Munsey with these quaddy legs and Muns. Race number seven is the Group One Surround, where In Secret is looking to win another Group One. Yeah, sponsored by Drinkwise, which uh, Ronnie and Lucas should be doing tonight with uh, Tony Golan if he managed to uh, get on his coattails. We'll be there. Right up. In Secret here, $2.20, our favourite. Fireburn, a $21 chance. Zoo Gotcha's at 5. Madame Pomery at 19. She's a Belter at 19. North Star Lass at 19. Revolutionary Miss is at $26. Sunshine in Paris at 11. Cinderella Days at $21. Wolverine, Dylan Gibbons's first ride in a Group one race, and it's an $81 chance. Ruthless Dame is $11, a lot more love at 26, and Rosetta is at $41. Well, more than double the investment on In Secret than its nearest rival, which is Zugotcha. And there was money for Zugotcha yesterday. Uh, it has remained $5 chance all the way through. And when there was money for Zugotcha, In Secret actually went 215 out to 220. Uh, about 10% of the money on it is on at the 220. Um, they're a fair way ahead of a lot more love and little between Ruthless Dame and Madame Pomery as your next picks, but uh, dominated by the two picks. Yeah, and all the intrigue around this map revolves around the two favourites. So in secret, will she jump, won't she jump? All eyes on the start, and where does Zugotcha get to from the gate? So at the top end, you've got Cinderella Days, probably takes up the running. North Star Lass comes across, keeps the company, and Sunshine in Paris gets the run of the race. But yeah, a little bit to play out with these two favourite stuff. Yep, I think you've said it all. Um, yeah, there's there's pros and cons about both favourites, but reluctantly I've gone that way because I don't. There's just such an impossible race to read the light fingers because obviously it was run slowly, and some nice horses were eye catching runs in that. You know, some long shots were some eye catching runs in that race. So, how do we want to read it? I'll leave that for your interpretation. The only thing I want to read is she's a very good filly, who gotcha. Um, she went group two, group two, group one, bang, bang, bang. Last preparation, looking like she's going to be better at three. Um, there's no negatives other than she had missed a run. Uh, but she, she looked very fit when I saw her in a track gallop uh, before she was nominated last time. So I'll trust that she gets some sort of run in transit. And I, don't, I just think the, the, she's, she's too good a price not to swing that way. The beat in secret, who does need a clean start, I'm wary of the different form here, and it looks good form of Ruthless Dame. Um, lightly raced, untapped, uh, got that Jack and O form, which looks pretty good. And Madame Pomery, I don't want her getting under my guard. I'm, I'm, I'm hot for her next time. But considering what she did second up last preparation and her first up run and the way she looks, um, she's put on kilos and kilos and kilos. She's, um, she's a very good filly. 3, 1, 11 and 4, intriguing little race. Uh, I'd expect them to go a lot harder today. I think I think at 1,400 she'll be, la personally, I think she'll be labelled urgent today, North Star Lass.
Yeah, potentially. Well, they can't go any slower than the light fingers, can they? No. Where there was just a, a sprint home at the finish, two lengths separated first to ninth. So there are a few interpretations of that race. Which filly did you want to follow from it? From it? I think uh, few would agree or disagree that In Secret, of course, was the best filly there, and she won in the end. So she needs to execute right. She needs to get the start right, put herself in a spot, and then quicken. But uh, there's no doubt in the world that she's, she's very good. She's very talented. We saw that in the Coolmore last campaign. We saw that in the Golden Rose. So she ticks off that 1,400 beta box for Madame Pomery. I agree, Duff. Uh, she is a huge watch here, and I don't want to let her get under my guard at $19. Maybe a run too soon, but on the strength of her return on the light fingers, that sets up her campaign beautifully. Seven, revolutionary miss. Uh, well, everybody saw her run there in the light fingers. Uh, was she flooded by a lack of tempo? I don't know, but she didn't get a lot of luck, a lot of clear running. Uh, another dry track suits her, and no knock at all on Sunshine in Paris. Uh, she stepped up to the mark there last start to prove herself up to this level, and I'm keen to see her out to 1,400 metres. So one, four, seven, and 8. Leaving out, so you got your Brad? Yeah, I was just a little bit cautious in terms of missing that run, but there's yeah. going to be two camps with her. I don't think there's going to be a lot of grey. You're either going to say the $5 is an absolute steal, or you're going to say I might just wait uh, and have a look at her, and I'm in the latter. But certainly no knock if you want to take that price, because no doubt in the world, and she proved that last prep, that she is a weapon of a filly. So... Yeah, an intriguing race, an intriguing betting race, an intriguing tactical race. Yeah, no, I love the difference of opinion there, boys. And Duff, she's going to polarise today, Zoo Gotcha, because some people will be thinking, oh, you've had that temperature, I'm scared. But some will just look at that price and say, hey, $5 to find out about a, a filly of this quality, why not? Yeah, well, she did beat uh, in secret in the Silver Shadow first up last mm -hmm. preparation, so she knows we know she's up to that class, uh, even though in secret went on with the job and, and won a cool more. And she has one first up. So you, there, be, there will be different interpretations about the two fillies today. There's no doubt about it. And it's already set in concrete at $2.20 and $5. But at least we've got your six into five. So there is a little bit of confidence there about her as well. Yep, love it, guys. Uh, race eight is the feature today. Chipping Norton stakes the big A. He's back. He's $1.65 months and the country's best horse steps out again. Yes, dollar uh, sixty-five. The the tab at Chipping Norton. Luke, just remember, it yes, of wages course, they do week. pay the, the tab. Wages, Chipping yes. Norton, tab, 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 tab. Uh, right, Animo. Oh no, you, that's apart from all the urns you got on the side. Uh, Animo, <laughs> one sixty-five and favourite here. Mawunga is a ten-dollar chance. Knight's Order at thirty-four dollars. Wetor is at thirty-four dollars. Laws of Indices at twenty-one. Stockman is at eighty-one dollars. Arapaho's at eighty-one dollars. Benno, with the blinkers off today at thirty-four dollars. El Bog Body Gone at $23, Montefilia at $23, Fangirl is an $8 pop and Hinged at $8.50. Most popular runner on the day today, Animo, uh, and roughly half of what's gone on him has come in the last 24 hours since he was 170 into 165 and about a quarter of the total investment has come this morning. So he's been a decent go this morning, uh, Animo. Uh, second pick in the race would be Fangirl. Third pick in the race would be Hwetor. Then Mawunga. But the firm in the last uh, 36 hours is the bottom one, Hinged. Uh, we always say that Fangirl and Hinged are tight at the hip. Fangirl was sitting there around $758. Hinge was around 11.12, but she's into 8.50 now. All right, well, what's different from the Apollo here? Knight's Order is the obvious one. He'll get out and roll. He doesn't have a turn of foot, so... At least he ensures a genuine enough clip here. Hinged uh, probably just takes a trail in behind. A Arapaho won't be far away. And if you're looking for Animo, dare I suggest he's going to find himself one out, one back again, Duff. He'll be right there. He, he eats up inside drawers and he's the man. 
and he'll he'll prove it again today. You know, everyone says, oh, he's fell in, he fell in. You know, he he won the George Main by less than a length. He fell in in the Caulfield Stakes. He won the Cox Plate by half, well, less than half a length, and he wins first up by only half a length. So, but that's him. That's him, and I don't think he had a hard run first up, and he that that just picks him up beautifully second up for the mile. He wins. I think uh, obviously Fangirl's going to have supporters to beat him, and her her run was astronomical um, in the Apollo. I do concede that, but uh, and she'll race closer today. Uh, she's always a threat, but uh, she just runs into a, ch- a champ today. Moanga. Thought he was, he was the one that had the the toughen up run in the Apollo, and he'll bounce out of that well. And Hinged is never far away. One eleven, two and twelve. Yep, one eleven, twelve and eight. Similar for me. No surprise there. So of course, Animo is one of the best horses in the country, and he's pretty bomb proof at the moment. So it appears unlikely that they're going to beat him at the dollar sixty five. Eleven Fango looks the obvious. Actually, was fantastic there in the Apollo clocking the second fastest closing splits across the entire meeting. So another firm track, just needs a little bit of luck getting off the fence at the right time, but if she gets that, uh, she'll be really hitting the line hard. 12, hinged, uh, she's always there about, she's so honest, she can make her own luck, take, uh, take up a position. And if you're playing uh, the exotics here, just throw in Benno. Uh, I think he might be the, the best smoky as far as filling a hole, because he was great there first up last campaign, behind the likes of Animo and Fangirl, that ties in quite well here, and he resumes over 1,600 metres this time in, so... Yeah, maybe he's a, a knockout hope there to get into the money. One eleven, twelve and 8. Darren's with him as well. Darren Flindell, number one Animo to beat 12, 11 and 3. And by the way, in race 7, the surround stakes, Darren is team Zugotcha as well. Number 3 on top to beat 1, 4 and 12. We move to race number 9 at Randwick this afternoon, the Liverpool City Cup. And this is a good test for Think About It, Munn, stepping up to group company. Unmute yourself, Munns. <laughs> Sorry about that, just had to have a cough. Uh, <laughs> Profondo right, back at the races today. You're allergic to something, Munz. The offside <laughs> bubble cheeker off, the Hanoverian noseband off, and the earmuffs pre-race off. So he's uh, light on headgear today, Profondo, and he's a $7 chance. Rocketing by is at $16. Bandersnatch is at $10. Riadini at $12. Quantico is a $6 pop. Sabark at $7.50. Gravina, $4.20. We go to Norwegian Bliss is out. She runs earlier. Six cents a win and seven cents a place. Ranch Hand with the blinkers off at $34. And think about it. Has earmuffs pre-race added. Our favourite at $3.70. Battle is top and bottom here. Uh, about 25% more on Profondo than there is on Think About It. As much as $9 bet about Profondo. Uh, that was with Norwegian Bliss in the race. $8 after Norwegian Bliss came out. Got into a short of 650 is now 7 Think About It. Well, he went up uh, a $5 chance on Wednesday. And after Norwegian Bliss was scratched, he was into a short of 340 He's been 350 380 this morning into 370 they're clearly ahead of Rocketing Buy's third pick, and fourth pick is Gravina, who's been 4.40 to 4.20 this morning. Yeah, you're too much likely to take up the running here, Riadini and Savark, albeit they're not necessarily 1,300-metre horses. Gravina gets a lovely trail. Think about it. Uh, he's shown a little bit of versatility in his career already. I don't think he'll be too far away. And listening to Rich Litt this morning with you guys, there's an open book there for Chad Schofield in terms of how he jumped off. Yep, and I think Profondo will be perfecto today. I think he's the value runner of the day. 
I loved his trial, winnable race for him. He's competed at the top level all the way through and this is a lovely start off race for him and I'm expecting to see a much more mature horse here today. Bendis, that's interests me. And I see he's, the last time I wrote the prices down, he's 17 into 10, which is a real positive. He's had the two Flemington jump outs, February 10 and 17. Should have him ready to sprint well fresh. He's a yard market watch late. Five, Quantica, lovely horse. Good win, solid time, improvement to come there first up. Needs things to go right from the draw, but he's a winner. And I can... Un- I think he's under the odds, think about it, but that's only because I'm on the wrong side of the fence with him. I've been tipping horses to beat him all the way through, and he just keeps doing it very, very well, and he's a very promising horse. But, you know, it's not long ago he was a benchmark 72 horse. Uh, so I get it, but I just don't get the price if you haven't been on him. 1, 3, 5, and 10. I'm with Profondo as well here. Uh, 1, 7, 10, and 5. He brings weight for age form into this. I know it's been 71 weeks since he last won, but seven of his 10 career starts have been in Group 1 company. So nice and fresh. That should negate the fact that 1,300 metres just might be on the, the sharp side for him. Seven, Gravina. Generally, what you see is what you get. Uh, he runs to his level. He maps to get the run of the race. 10, think about it. The likely race improver. Uh, I thought his last start win was the best yet, so he's still trending upwards. And Quantico, a bit of a query in terms of where he gets to in the run, uh, but we know he's got the turn of, push to, turn of foot to overcome that, and he is a winner, as his record suggests. 1, 7, 10, and 5. Darren Flindell, Profondo. Number one, Profondo to beat 10, 5, and 7. As we go to the last, which is race number 10, and this race for Dynamics Indications, Munns, a 1,200-metre benchmark, 88. Yeah, they'll be cheering for their own. They've got the favourite, the bottom one, Sonora. But we start with Never Talk here, who is a $9 chance. Kalino out, 16 cents a win and 14 cents a place. Easy Single out, 4 cents a win and 4 cents a place. Much, much better is an $11 chance. Munitions out, 3 cents a win and 2 cents a place. Cavalier Charles back at the races today for Matty Dale at $6.50. Dynamic Impact at 10. More Secrets at 8. St. Bethans, uh, Huey Bowman here, a half over at this stage at $9. Kerr Royale with a nose roll on today at $7.50. Destination, uh, never had a great deal of luck last night, no deduction for it. Nikki's Fling at $16. Motial Chief, the earmuffs pre-race go on, having its first start for Bjorn Baker at $18. Sacrimony out was sold at the uh, English sales during the week, $0.05 cents a win and $0.06 cents a place. Super helpful run in Canberra yesterday, $0.01 cent the win and nothing the place. And our favourite, Sonora, at $3.50. She is the most popular a runner here, Sonora, uh, 360 earlier this morning after all the scratchings came out. Uh, she is uh, clearly the top pick in the last now with all of the scratching. Second pick is much, much better, and it was uh, $12 earlier today. Third pick is the toppy in Never Talk, and fourth pick, well, there's little separating Cavalier Charles, More Secrets, St. Bethans, and also Kerr Royale. I guess it's the one race in the car that's been carved up a little bit by scratching. So munition, super helpful, easy, easy single all come out, take a bit of speed away here, much, much better slides forward. Sonora, no weight on her back, barrier one. Uh, she won't be far away if not in front. And Kerr Royale is the other speed influence here, Duff. Yep, I'm with Never Talk, just a class angle for me. Um, I know she's got enough weight, but... Uh, she's good mare. I like to trial, and we're getting a price to find out here. I think nine Sun Bathens is a big, big watch. Uh, nice trial in New Zealand a while ago now, but uh, he's a talented horse with good, fresh credentials. Sonora, uh, very dominant, winning the other day, uh, but that's a mare seventy-eight, an open-classed 
88 here for the boys as well, but it's hard to deny the, the quality of the win and the featherweight on a back. Interesting comment from David saying, yeah, he, just, he just had hesitations back in distance. It sounds like they would have rathered 1,400. And Ten Royale, this is the type of race that she could run well in because she can do things wrong over racing and doing silly little things. But in a fast fast race from a good draw, it's a, it's a lovely, it's a, a much better setup for her. 1, 9, 16 and 10, there's lots of chances. King Cavalier Charles is a big watch and and uh, more secrets first up there. There's, there's, there's lots of little queries here. Hey, Brad. And you can throw in, throw in the grey as well. Much, much better. 4, 16, 1 and 6, much, much better. Uh, he'll make his own luck. I think he is building towards something. I like the depth of his recent form line. 16, Sonora. Yeah, hard enough to beat from that inside gate. No wait. 1, never talk. And 6, Cavalier Charles, best of the rest. So 4, 16, 1 and 6, guys. Beautiful, mate. And good morning to our Sky Thoroughbred Central viewers who are leaving us at 9 o'clock in a couple of seconds. I hope you've enjoyed this morning's show. Um, guys, great uh, preview. I'm keen to hear what your best bets are. Uh, Duff, I'll, I'll start with you. What are you hot on? I'm hot on the two-year-old Shinzo. Uh, so I think uh, Shinzo's in race three, number eight, and the best value runner is uh, uh, Profondo, race nine, number one. And what about you, Brad? Best for, yeah, best for me, race six, number one, Skirt the Law. I think she remains undefeated. Uh, and who knows, does she start Golden Silver favourite after today? She's right at the pointy end at the moment. And best value comes up in the last there, race 10, number four, much, much better. On speed, catch them if you can. Love it, mate. And Munns, uh, a standout for the card as far as what Tab's holding? Oh, well, definitely uh, Animo and Mogo Magic, the two shorties uh, there. So, uh, And uh, as we said last week, it'll be the power of the multi. It's just a matter of how short you want to put one in to add value, as we say, as uh, a jo- uh, customer there uh, has an investment on Huey Bowman to win the Jockey's Challenge. Huey back in town. He's a $7 chance in the Jockey's Challenge. James McDonald, forty. Timmy Clark will be hoping for a bit better day than last Saturday. He's at $5. Huey's at 7 Big jump to Sam Clipperton and Bretton Abdullah, 26 a pair. Karen McAvoy. At 31, any other jockey, 41. And Chad Schofield, a $51 chance. First horse back at the 9 o'clock, ring the bell. 1,000 on skirt the law at the $2.50. Duff, if she wins, I'll tell Golan 1 o'clock for China Doll tomorrow. Perfect, yeah. Quarter to one, maybe at the pub, and uh, we'll, we'll get there. the pub first and uh, <laughs> yeah, have a quick one, just to clean They're a bit cheaper, the ones at the pub, the and then we'll get across, and <laughs> it'll be a good day. We'll uh, You've got one more job. <laughs> you got one more job, Luke. You've got, got to tweet Hunter's tips out. Yes. Your, your followers will go just through the roof if you start doing that. I'm going to kick in live here. Mate, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for your help this morning. I uh, really enjoyed it. Good on you, mate. And uh, Brad, you have a good day too, mate. Yeah, thanks, fellas. Hey, Munz, I've got a uh, text here to read out. You'll get a kick out of this. Yeah. We were simulcasting to Sky Thoroughbred Central this morning. A listener uh, took the time to, to write this. What about your head, Marlow? First time I've seen you. Thought you were a good sort. They thought wrong, Munz. No, well, they'll realise that, Luke, after a while. It only takes one viewing, and um, you know that's why they don't put me on camera a lot. <laughs> that's why I chose to be a race caller. No one sees you when you're calling uh-huh. a race. Hopefully one day you'll be a master of something, Luke. 100%. Munns, you'll stick around. We've got Mark No, 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 Luke. I'm in the car. We're going to start again at 10 o'clock on Sky Thoroughbred Central. Four meetings for coverage today. But that's TV. You're going to be on TV then. Newcastle, Albury and Doombin. Yeah, so, um, you know, when your day's over, Luke, uh, we're just sort of, you know, just kicking off part two of ours. I know. Mate, have a great day. Enjoy it. Thanks. Well done, mate. uh, You're going all right.